Hey, everybody. Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, and I am really happy to uh, have my guest with me today. Uh, if you live anywhere around here, you know who this guy is, and uh, I'm just happy that he's uh, in spite of a very, very demanding schedule, taking some time to visit with us on the chat. My good friend and the mayor of Putnam County, Randy Porter, is here. Randy, thank you, sir. Oh, I appreciate thanks. you being here. Absolutely. I, and Thank you for inviting mm-hmm. me, and glad to be here. Uh, we, uh, there's so many things you and I do talk about, can talk about, <laughs> uh, love to talk about, uh, yes. including public service and all the other things that we have in common. Uh, of course, this year on the chat is we focus, uh, on ministers and church leaders and that sort of thing. So I want to, for the most part, uh, we might get into the public service arena a little bit, okay. which we're, it's all public service, right? but, um, but, uh, I want to focus on, uh, on your role as a church leader, on okay. your role as 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 uh, your spiritual journey, how that happened, uh, where you go to church, what you do. Uh, a lot of people may know that side of your life. I happen to know some of it, maybe not all of it. And I can tell you not only uh, we're very blessed in this county, and I say this about you, not just when you're here, but not only to have a, and from a professional uh, knowing how to work with people, knowing how to get the job done point of view, but a man who uh, loves the Lord Absolutely. and has strong Christian values, and that is really at the core of who Randy Porter is. It is, Dwight. Uh, God comes first, uh, family second, and then everything else yeah. in, in my life. And uh was uh, born and raised, thankfully, into a good Christian family. And uh, my grandfather was a deacon in a little small country church that we attended, I followed him. He was my he was my mentor, my hero. Uh, my dad died when I was really young uh, from injuries he received in the Vietnam War, and so my grandfather became my father figure. Wow! And he was a deacon church. He led some. That's in Macon some. County. Yes, in Macon County, he was the treasurer of the little church. We had a probably. I mean, it was one of those uh, seventy five or so members and. And so I, I learned so much from him, and uh, the lessons I've learned, I've just I brought with me, and I moved to Cookville to come to Tennessee Tech uh, back in the late seventies, and just never left. You know that is, our story is so similar. Um, I, I came from another part of the mm. world, came to this town to go to Tech in the early seventies. Were you as scared as I was? <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> if we had time, I would tell you about my first trip to Cookville. I mean, it was ever it was. Uh, but uh, that's another subject for another. I, I was intimidated. Oh. I mean, my, I was born in a little town called Sweetwater. And yes. back in those days, I say, you know, I tell everybody Sweetwater then had about 4,000 people. But if you go back today, it's got about 4,000 people. Same way with Macon County Lafayette. I mean, yeah. it was very small and you knew everyone. And so I came mm. from from that to, to Cookville. And of course, it wasn't as big uh, then as it is now. But to come to Tennessee Tech to that larger place i was just lost for a little while I, i'll be robbing real quick with this but i was got i came here actually when i was still in high school to go mm-hmm. to a debate clinic i missed my ride had to catch a trailways bus rode all night oh, wow i didn't you had to go to Knoxville layover i got here and i never cougar was a million miles away from me i'd never been anywhere yeah. literally and I, I they let me out at the bus station and i thought well where's tech and i, I knew about taxi cabs so i, I got this i said he'd know so i i, I told the taxi take me to tennessee tech and he said which building and i said <laughs> i said is there more than one <laughs> <laughs> That's how little I knew. I he dropped me off in front of Derry B. Hall, and I was like a scared little kid. I was a little suitcase, and I thought, where in the world am I? I want my mama. Country, <laughs> so, country boy in the country, city yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. but, but back to the church raising, little country church yes. where my mama played piano, my daddy led the singing. And so your grandfather, that's the kind of environment you were raised in. And I'm so happy that that I that I was raised on church pews and hymn books. So oh. aren't, aren't we blessed to have that kind of ra- raising, as we say? Absolutely, Dwight. 
the one thing I love so much is congregational singing. Yeah. Where you get everybody in the church singing, uh, the ones that have the great voices and the ones maybe not so great, but when they all blend together. Yeah. What a beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful music that is. And that's what I was raised on. And, and, and still the little church that I go to here in Cookville, Scott Avenue Baptist Church, uh, we, we have the same thing. We still sing the old church songs, the old hymnals, Amazing Grace, and uh, all the good ones. I'll and, fly away, oh, power in the blood, some of my to favorites. Absolutely. You know, I need to break out and sing here. Hey, we could, we could have church, couldn't <laughs> we? could. And you know, uh, a couple of things. I do a, a, a worship service at an assisted facility here in town, and uh, 15 or 20, mostly ladies, men come mm-hmm. to it. And, and you know, some of them, you know, their memory's not all that well, good anymore. Uh, and they may not be able to recognize your children even, but you start singing Amazing Grace, they still know it. They know They'll all the words. They'll fly away. Too. Man, yes. it, it's a blessing to see them light up like that. That's the spirit inside of yeah, us, no matter how there. bad that mind gets, that spirit's still there. Yeah, it, st- it still is. And as a matter of fact, I want us to talk about this. You actually, you actually, for folks who may not know, or maybe some do, you play the piano at that church, at, at Scott Avenue Baptist Church. Talk about how that happened. I do, Dwight, and, and that's a, that's kind of a special story, too. I took piano lessons when I started in about the third grade, uh, back in school in third, fourth grade, and and didn't like it, okay, uh, because I couldn't play the songs I wanted to play. You know, you had the the books, and and most of it was classical kind of music, and and so I, I stopped. And football and basketball and all the other things uh, came into play. Well, then in my early twenties, for whatever reason, I just I just felt that I wanted to pick that back up. Found this lady here in Cookville that that taught piano. I talked to her and and I said, you know, I, I'd love to pick this back up, but I want to be able to play the song. I want to be able to play gospel music. And so she said, I don't care what kind of music you want to play. My job is to help you to get better at your at your piano playing. I thought, wow, this is great. So for I don't know for two or three years, uh, I took piano lessons on a weekly basis from her. And uh, and so a couple years after that. Our piano player at church, young man, he moved away to another city. And in a small church, usually if you've got one piano player, you're yeah, doing that's well. It. We didn't have anybody else. And so one of the deacons. This was when now? This was back in there, back, about 85, okay. probably in that neighborhood. And um, so the one of the deacons came to me and said, Randy, said, you, you peck around on the piano a little bit, said, what about you being a piano player? And I said, Oh no, I, I'm not. I'm not good enough. Uh, I said, You know, I I peck around. You're right, but uh, to sit here and play in church and 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 keep the time and everything we need to do with this, he said, uh, Randy, you've got to have faith. And and that's that that's what did it with with me, Dwight. The good Lord, He moved me to a place with my piano playing that I never dreamed I'd be at. Wow. You know, there's so many things about that. We've got less than a minute left in this segment that, you know, not many young young boys who take it, and a lot of people t- take it and they don't like it, but for some reason, and I, and I believe I know why, in your 20s, it got inside you. It did. You need to grab hold of this and start, start it up again. Now, literally, you did not know when you had that desire, let's call it, or leading right. uh, to to take piano lessons again that two years later that there would be a need in your church god you had did no though. idea that's exactly right god knew Dwight and and that, but you followed that prompting it would have been easy to say you know i got so much going on now i don't have time for piano lessons what's that about you know and uh and not done it but what if you hadn't you know if you hadn't oh who knows right, what right path now. it would be on 
Hey, uh, my guest is Mayor Randy Porter on the chat today. We're so glad you're with us. You stay tuned for more in just a moment. Hey, we're back on the chat. Happy to have you with us. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest today, my good longtime friend, Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. Randy, thank you again. This has been fun. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed learning about your uh, uh, some things about your life and, and your piano playing. Oh, and how that happened. D- just don't tell anybody else, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's make it clear. Okay. Uh, you play just in church. Just in you, church. You, you, you're honored by all those invitations to do weddings and everything, but that's not that's not what you do. I, you know, I tried that a couple times, Dwight. I had some, some good close friends. I played at a couple of their weddings. And I'm just not that. That's just not my thing. That's so right. I, I play at church, and that's it. But I want to come back to uh, here. You are. You took piano lessons as a young boy, as a lot mm-hmm. of people do. You let it go. Didn't particularly like it. Didn't particularly enjoy no. it. I mean, didn't. And and then in your twenties, yeah, it got in your heart. It did to take now. Who? What? How often does that happen? I mean, once we, once it's dropped, it's dropped. But you want to pick it back up, and you did. And you want to play gospel music. And your piano teacher said, "Hey, uh, you play whatever you want to. My yeah. job is to have to get better." And you did that. And lo and behold, Scott Avenue Baptist Church. A few years later, we need a piano player. And you were it. I was it. God knew yeah. the plans that he had for me. Yeah. Uh, as, as we talked mm-hmm. earlier, you know, God has that roadmap that he wants us to follow. We just have to be willing yeah. to get, get on that road with him and, and go. And so I had no idea when I was uh, taking those lessons and, and enjoying playing the piano then that he would open that up. And Dwight, that's been 35 years ago. And, and today, even today – I sit at that piano knowing the place I was before when I first started, and I wasn't very good, and I'm still not great, okay? But the place that he has brought me to, sometimes I look down at the piano while I'm playing and thinking, is that me doing that? (laughs) Am I the one's doing that? And, you know, people say, oh, Randy, you're so good on the piano. And I say, no, God's good on the piano. Yeah, really. And, you know, it's two things come to my mind as you're saying that. One, we just need to be available. Yes, we just need to be available. And sometimes we don't know where God is going to lead us. I mean, it's kind of like with the county mayor position. I felt a, I felt a, a burning desire to want to do that for many years, and and then I kind of just gave up on it and thought, well, it's just not meant to be. And but God had plans. And it was just on his timing and and being patient sometimes and following God's leadership and just waiting. Uh, sometimes we don't need to do anything. We just need to be patient and wait. God will he will take us where we need to go. But we just have to be willing to uh, to get in the car with him and go. Yeah, that's right. Be available. Be and, available. You know, and the second thing is that isn't it wonderful to serve an all-knowing God. Oh. I mean, we, we, and, you know, there's no, God just doesn't discover or just think of something. I mean, he's, he's an all-knowing God, and if we'll let him direct our paths, he'll keep us on the right one. You, you know, I, I probably nobody but my wife knows this, but I guess everybody will know it now. I, I trust in I trust in God every day to, to lead and guide and help me with the uh, with the decisions that I, that I make, especially as county mayor. But I have this little box that sits over on the corner of my desk, and, and I've got it labeled as God's box. And so what I started doing a few years ago was if there was something really on my mind or something I was concerned about that worried about that something was going to happen or uh, there was something I need to make a major decision on or something, I would write that down on a piece of paper, and I'd put it in this box. And it is amazing, Dwight, about – once or twice a year, I'll go back to that box, and I'll go back through those little pieces of paper, and I pull out the ones that either 
that God answered them all, okay? Wow. But they either neither, they never happened. The things I was concerned about never happened. God opened the door and made it happen. I mean, uh, and I'd say I've still got some pieces of paper in that box, okay, that things that haven't happened yet or, or prayers hadn't been answered. But I started doing that, and it was amazing because when I'd put it in that box, I tried not to think about it and tried to not worry about it or be concerned about it. Wow. Deacons don't worry, I've been told. <laughs> we're, we're concerned, but we don't worry. Yeah, right, okay. And uh, and so I tried that, and that is amazing. So I, I suggest that to anybody. Uh, try that. Uh, get you a little box, write it down, put it in writing, uh, pray about it, put it in the box, and then try to leave it alone and let God take care of it. So, so an issue would come up. Something you need to deal with, something you were not worried but concerned about, yeah. had on your mind. Yeah. You would take a piece of paper yeah. and write that on a piece of paper yeah. and and literally put it in a box that you call God's box. Yes. And basically, was that symbolic of, God, I'm putting, I'm putting I'm, it in your I'm hands. I'm putting it in your hands. I'm putting, I'm putting it in your hands. I'm trusting you yeah. that you're going to take care of this, whatever. Wow. Now, now, not always does it get answered the way that, that I prayed for it yeah. about or that I put it down, but every one of those God is taking care of, and it's just amazing that you can just – if you can dump it in that box, it's it's amazing you know, how better you feel. That really lines up, uh, Randy, with with a verse that I'm thinking about now that rises up in me. It says, First uh, Peter five seven says, "Casting all yeah. your care on Him yeah. because He cares for you." So you and you not you're not denying that that situation no. exists. It's out there. You're not denying that there's a need. But uh, but you take that you take that you, you take the care of that need. Yes, you separate the problem from the pressure. You take the pressure of it and put it in that box and say, God, this is yours. That's it. Uh, I love the verse about leaning not on your own understanding, but, but, yeah. but putting all your trust, all your faith in God, and, and he's going to make your pathway straight. He's going to he's going to take care of it, and and uh, it, it's worked for me. Yeah. It's worked well, for that, me. That's a biblical principle. Yes. And then, and because I, I, I've not created the box, but, I, but I've been involved in casting care. Yes. Now, sometimes I've got to care. I'll have to cast it 10 or 15 times a day. It'll come back, you know. Oh, it'll come back to your back thoughts. Back, yes. But I'm learning to say yeah. when that thought or that pressure even starts to come, say, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. I, I, try, I try what I call, Randy, the Barney Five philosophy. Nip it. Nip it. Nip it in the bud. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's my nipping. Yeah, that's your. When that's, I put it what? in that a great thing, and then it's worked for me, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And then you go back from time to time, yes, and pull those little papers, place it out, and say, Whoa, that one worked out because yeah. I love to pick up that big bag I've yeah. got of those and look at all you got a big bag the, of them now, all the prayers that God has answered, or all the situations He's took care of. And I've just been doing this since I've uh, since I've been in county mayor position. I started it probably about five years ago, and and I've, I keep them all in a big bag, and I, I love to look at that little bitty small group that's still in the box versus that big bag that I'm holding up. Wow. So you've got a bag full of answers. I kept them all. And doesn't what that does is that uh, – that gives that gives God more and more of a track record in your life. Absolutely. You know? If I look at that big bang and say, Oh Lord, <laughs> you took care of all these things and in my life. And the same guy that took care of that big bag will take, take care, care of, of the same ones. box. I've what learned a great more and more to to, life. I've learned more and more Dwight to, to trust to trust in him and uh, he's got a plan for us. You know what I'm one of the things, Randy, that I'm learning in life that really life is about trusting God. Yes. It's it's about and and uh and you look back over your life, you and I both could and 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 uh, think maybe the most difficult time we have, whatever it was, whatever mm-hmm. day, whatever season, whatever month. Yeah. And we think, but here we are. 
We're sitting in this radio studio. We're talking. We're yeah. alive. We're well. Our stomachs are full. So the same God that got us through those things is, said, I'll never leave you, forsake you, and uh, we'll get us through whatever is out there. Amen. Randy Porter is my guest today. He's county mayor, and we're sure glad you're along for the chat. Stay with us for more in just a moment. Hey, we're back on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest today, my longtime friend, Christian brother, uh, Randy Porter, mayor of Putnam County. Randy, what a what a, a story uh, about the box and the bag. What a, what a testimony uh, that you have tangible physical evidence with a full bag of answered prayers uh, that God's faithful. That's a great thing. He's going to take care of everything, Dwight. I firmly believe that. Uh, he's brought. You and I have been friends for a long time. Yeah. Look at all the situations that we've been in in our life and the and the things that's happened to bring us from these those little small country towns to where we are today and the many things we've done. Uh, he's took care of all of it, and you just have to believe that he's going to take care of us. Could you ever imagine growing up in, in Macon County that you'd be sitting one day as mayor of Putnam County? No. I mean, and, and I don't say that because you're egotistical about it all. But I mean, it's it's a like I think you quoted the Lord a while ago. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not in your yes. own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. It's just a matter of us being listening and, and listening to Him. And it is. I grew up on a big farm in Macon County, very rural. We were poor. But we didn't know it because yeah, right. everybody was. Right. And uh, yeah. I never dreamed. My my goal getting out of high school, I worked at the Big Star grocery store there, and my goal was to become the manager of that grocery store. In Lafayette. In Lafayette. And my mother, I tell her to this day that I thank her for this, she wanted me to go to college. She wanted me to be the first person in our family that ever went to college. I was going to ask you that. Same, same here. And yeah. she, she talked me into that, and she said, uh, well, Randy, you can always come back and be the manager of the grocery store. She said, go get your education. And then if that's what you want to do, if you want to come back to Lafayette and you want to be the manager of the grocery store, you do that. Because I'd been offered the assistant manager when I graduated from high school. And I was just, I thought I was tall Did you cotton. work at the grocery store? I you did. Worked there, okay. I worked there while I was going through high school and, and uh, thought, this is what I want to do. Well, she taught me into it. And I'll never, I'll never forget that because I went on to, to college, moved, moved to Cookville after I got my my two year degree, moved to Cookville to go to Tech, and God had a whole other plan for me because I started after I started at Tech, I decided I didn't want to be an accountant for the rest of my life, or at least I thought I didn't, and so I got in, I got into the paramedicine and became a paramedic and started at, at EMS in nineteen eighty three. John Gentry appointed me as the director of EMS. Dwight, I think I was... He was county manager then. I was 24-year-old, and I was appointed as the EMS director. <laughs> of and I told John, I said, John, I'm too young. He said, Randy, you're not. You're, you're mature in your mind. And he said, you're exactly what I'm looking for. And he had faith in me, and I'll never forget that. I, I tell him all the time when I see him that, that I'll never forget and thank him for that. But God had that plan. And he put me there for 30 years. I was yeah. the director in 911 and EMS and all that And stuff. you might not say this, but an excellent one. Well, thank you. Awarded and recognized all over the state of Tennessee for your, your for your work. And I, I just want to throw that in. We had great people that, that worked with me uh, and, and for me there. We were a great team and, and still have a great team. But God put this other desire in there for me for the county mayor's position. And that was in you for a long time. That was in me for a long in. time because I really – Back uh, back when Doug McBroom resigned uh, in the middle of a term, I wanted to go for that appointment, but I had people saying, 
Randy, it's not the time. We need you to stay where you are. You're going to have to build us a new building and all these kind of things. And and God had his plan because I was able to build that new facility, yeah. the new 911 center, the health department, elections, all those things we did. And, yeah. and I enjoyed or, or that. Just off Willow Avenue. And then when I just thought that maybe I'm just, it's fits for me to stay here, that's when God then said, no, Randy, I've got someplace else for you. And he put that desire, and I said, well, God, if you're if it's meant for me to run for this position, I'm going to trust you that that's what you want me to do. But if if I'm wrong about this, I need you to put up a brick wall yeah. that I'm just going to run yeah. right into, and I'm going to know, okay, I, I'm wrong. That's just yeah. me. It's not you. When I started praying that way, Dwight, the doors opened, the windows opened. It was just amazing at, at how he made it all happen. And you could, we could, and you know, see if you agree with this, you know, if we, you and I or whomever, we get up every day, God, and, and their heart's desire is, God, your will be done, your yes. kingdom come in my life today. And then if a desire comes along and it gets, it gets in you, the Bible says he'll give you the desires of your heart. Yes. That word desire means of the father. Mm-hmm. So he actually puts the desire in there. He does. I mean, it's not our desire; it's his. No, that gets it's in his. There. And then it. And I found in my life, if a desire, if it, something comes along, and it just stays in me, it just, not not making me condemned or guilty, or anything, yeah. but it just stays in me, and it just stays there and lays there. It's like more often than not, that's God. That's it is. Thoughts might come and go, but if something comes in me that I need to do, and it just lays there and stays. Uh, I'm finding that's the voice of God. Is, do you, can you identify with that? Absolutely. I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was there. Yeah. And, and as much as I tried to put it aside for several years and, and thinking that it's just not meant to be, it, it never left. And then all of a sudden it kept getting stronger yeah. and stronger. And, and finally I said, okay, God, if it's what's meant to be, then you've got to open these doors and windows. And, and if it's not, put up a big roadblock. And there never was a roadblock. And, uh, oh, Dwight, uh, the the way I trust in God today compared to the way I did years ago, I mean, I have learned so much, and and He has just took me to a place that uh, you just have to put Him number one in your life. He has to be first. But if you'll trust in Him, He will take you through everything. He yeah. promises us that. And I find too, Randy, that even while you're in the middle of it, whatever it is, and everybody's got their its. As County Mayor, you've got a lot of its. I do. Uh, whatever it is, you can have God's peace. Yes. You can have peace that passes all understanding right in the middle of the fire or the middle of the need. And I'm sure you deal with that to a degree every day in your office. Worst thing that that I've had to deal with while I've been in office was the tornado. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Uh, Took a toll. I mean, I I tell people I would do my job during the day at the Merch Operations Center and and make all those decisions and work with all the great team that we have. And I'd get in my vehicle and I'd cry all the way home. Well, and I'm not a big crier, okay? Yeah. But uh, that was— We lost 20 people? Yes, and I talked to God and on the way home and cried and, and, you know, and then get up the next morning and go back and do it again. He took me through that. And when I look back at the great team that we got and how they handled that, and even though we lost those people, it could have been much, much worse. Yeah. And uh, and and so if when I look at that, he took me through that. He can take me through anything. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I'm the same way. When I, uh, you know, I had the leading it about ten years ago to become a hospice chaplain. Well, yeah. I learned that you have a master's degree in ministry or counseling or something. I have one. And I'm thinking, well, my bachelor's in history won't help me here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I said, no, nah, man, I'm over fifty years old. I, I, but it just stayed there. I mean, it just stayed. You couldn't I knew get rid I was of it. Could do it. And I thought, okay, so I moved off and got the degree and came back. And I think, what if I hadn't listened to that? 
What if I had not, not gone? I yeah. would miss some of the greatest experiences of my life. I really would have. What is it about? Just be still and listen. Yeah, be still and know that I'm God. Yeah, stop striving and know that I'm God. Amen. Randy, this has been great, buddy. I love. I feel it. like Do I've I... been in church today. Amen. <laughs> I agree with you 100. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Glad to have my good friend, Christian brother, Mayor Randy Porter, on the show today, and glad that you were listening also. And join us next time for the chat.